welcome to Starman's podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy that we can actually give this podcast a name now. <laughs> we it did, took us a few minutes. Yeah, we, we didn't have a name uh, on the first two episodes. We actually took our time picking one out, but we landed on Starman's. Welcome to Starman's. Which I absolutely love. Love it. And we're not going to tell you what it means, maybe on our 50th episode special on how we picked it. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah little... it's going to be a secret. Yeah, no one's going to know. No one's going to know why. Yeah, it's going to Unless be... you know. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Planet X today, which is a very exciting topic and something that I really like to bring up at the di- dining room table. Is that where you bring things up? At the dinner table? the living room table. <laughs> That's where I eat all my food, though, is the living room table. I mean, actually, we do, too. Yeah. Unless we have people over and then we'll sit, but... Yeah, living room it up. Who's got time to sit at a table? All right, well, next living room table discussion. Uh, <laughs> after this podcast episode, you can talk about Planet X. Isn't that technically a coffee table? I mean, depend. I mean, so, yeah, Could I be. guess. Unless you've got those little foldable personal trays from the 1980s. Oh, yeah. Do you remember those tables that would like super mechanical like arms and you'd yank them up and they turn into like a dinner table at the couch? You ever see those? I feel like that was like a no, early I 90s know the, thing. The tray folding ones where it literally folded up. It's got two sets of legs and folded up into it is basically a personal little desk. And then you'd fold it down and put it off behind the couch typically or next oh, to the couch. Like, yeah. At grandma's. I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. This, mm-hmm. No, but I, my friend growing up had a uh, table that, like, you just you just <gasps> pulled up yeah, on and it, it went, and it went beep. up. Yeah. So yeah. you could, like, eat your TV dinners in the, on the couch. That's for the rich. They, he wasn't really that rich. That's for the rich. I mean. Not the peasants like we were. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Sorry. We're really not peasants. We're very lucky to have running water. <laughs> I mean, now. <laughs> Electricity? <laughs> I mean, now, yeah, but growing up was pretty questionable, to be honest. Right. For me, anyway. But that's a totally different podcast topic. Okay. We're talking about Planet X. Yes, let's get back. <laughs> let's get back. Uh, so, can, to deep. Should I ask what you know about Planet X? Planet X is a little tug. <laughs> Don't make me say it. <laughs> well, if you discover Planet X, you can call it Lil Tug. <laughs> Which sounds like a really bad rapper name. <laughs> Little Tug. Little Tug on Uranus. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> okay, that's really all I know. Okay, well. I mean, not without, like, saying everything I know. Yeah. But it's interesting. I'm fully, fully on board with Planet X, just so everybody knows from the get-go. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like to preface it with that I d- it's not really a conspiracy theory, per se. It's more of a... It could be a thing, but we're not really sure. Um, so as we all know, there are only eight planets, unless you're a Pluto <laughs> believer. <laughs> Nine planets. It's you know, a dwarf planet. They changed their mind and put it as a real planet. Uh, no, they, they put planet in its name, but um, it's still classified as a dwarf planet. Excuse me. Mm, only eight planets. Mm, I wrote them down. You want to know what they are? Earth, yes, please. Earth? Mercury, Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, Mars, and Venus. It's actually Uranus. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I only said that because of you. <laughs> Whatever. It's Uranus. And and Pluto if you're, you know, a child. Um, so eight or potentially nine planets total. Potentially nine. Now, so there's a lot to go over, but I'll start with sort of the modern day 
what what is the word I'm looking for? Modern day information, it, thoughts, facts, studies, recent research. Studies, research. Yeah, okay. Research evidence, and studies. experiments. Sure. So basically, there's there is mathematical ev- evidence surrounding planet X that indicates that if there was a planet that existed, it would be in a really highly elongated elliptical orbit that takes approximately anywhere between 10 to 20,000 years to fully orbit. What's an elliptical orbit for the people? Uh, Is that an oval-shaped orbit? Sort of an oval-shaped orbit, yeah. Most, actually, pretty much all of our planets are on elliptical orbits. Uh, All planets in our solar system. Yeah, because it's not perfect circles, right? No. It's like a... Yeah, it's just slightly... Does it, like, slingshot right around it, or no? So is it slingshot like way out and then way it, back? If we if we knew particularly what its orbit would be, then we could deduce exactly where in the sky planet X is. So we don't really know because you know we have a t- you know somewhere between a ten to twenty thousand time scale, twenty uh, year time scale to try to figure out where it is. So um, that's a big fucking scale well that's that's the problem so basically we're not we're a lot of scientists are saying well we can't find planet x because um you know it's if our math is correct which by the way like most of the time it is correct when people make mathematical predictions like einstein did for instance on black holes or general relativity turns out they're right because the math just sort of points to this answer and the math points to a potential planet um, there's also, in recent studies, which I didn't know this until I looked it up, um, small objects in the Kuiper belt that are pulled in directions that are unusual and not just, you can't really figure out wh- what's pulling on those objects in the Kuiper belt. Where's the Kuiper belt? The Kuiper belt. Is it part, it's not well, part of the Milky Way. Well, technically we're the, okay, that yeah, was a is. dumb fucking thing to say. <laughs> Anyways, we'll cut this. <laughs> No, we won't. Actually, we're going to keep it. So so we'll talk about the Kuiper Belt later because I have okay, a lot of fun me. facts yeah. about it. So, yeah. Um, later. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it goes far beyond Pluto, far beyond the Kuiper Belt, and Planet X sort of is a good fallback to those objects that are getting tugged in the Kuiper Belt. Like, uh, so they're doing weird shit. Yeah, this, they're doing... Unpredictable they're, they're doing weird shit that we can't really account for unless you stick a planet... That's pulling it. Pulling on it. See, so, see. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Oh my god, it's happening. Um, and Everybody, stay fucking calm. That, that's that's as recent as 2006. So Ooh. I mean, like we're we're onto something. And Planet X actually dates back all the way to the 1800s because of Uranus. <laughs> which was I was, dis- I'm a three year old. I can't. <laughs> which was discovered by. Uh, the, who? The famous... The planet? Yeah, who's, who oh, discovered don't, Uranus. Don't come at me. Don't come at me like that. <laughs> it was uh, William Herschel. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, William Herschel. Mm. Yeah. Well, come on. I knew that. You need to brush up on your 1700s authors and your 1800s... <laughs> Can I go on a side note that we just had the worst trivia night of our absolute fucking lives and we scored like a 37 point total and the week before we scored like 100? Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. Sorry, not shouting out the worst trivia people, but I was real disappointed in this one. Yeah, if only they did like human anatomy and physiology and nuclear fission, nuclear which we got. Fission. Oh yeah, we got nuclear fission. 
and uh and they did like astrophysics i would we would just and we do okay it. on some music okay on some sports but this was literally scrambling we were given a birth a birth year in a location Oh god. And then one, it was yeah. a scramble. So all the letters in the full name, first and last name were scrambled. And we had to unscramble them first and last. It wasn't isolated. The first name was scrambled, the last name was scrambled. It was both. They were just all fucking scrambled. <laughs> we had about 5 minutes to unscramble like 7 of them. The first year written down 1797. Yeah. So we had to know an author from the 1700s born in the 1700s and unscramble the name and give it to them we're like what the fuck i literally looked at the first three years and i showed it to everybody else and i folded it in half and i turned it in empty (laughs) because i was so pissed and then i went and ordered another beer because this was dumb and then we played hangman (laughs) and then we played hangman with with disney characters so anyways back to planet x so anyway yeah uh, um we we digress um (sighs) So William Herschel discovered uh, Uranus in the, at the seventeen at late seventeen hundreds, excuse me. So it wasn't the eighteen hundreds. Um, which, by the way, he named George. I think I told you this. He before. named the planet George. Yeah, your. <laughs> yeah, he named it George after King George the Third because he wanted to like you know pay homage to his people. And then the scientists were like, "No, fuck you." Well, they were like, um, "Fuck that." They were like, "Okay, so every other." celestial body and the entire uh universe is named after greek and roman gods except for this one which you've named george <laughs> and he's like yeah that's a good point so they did actually name it back to the whole roman god nomenclature which um thank you because yeah. planet george yeah. is a big mood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gen z's would take that to a whole new level yeah they're gonna naruto run to planet george should take no. it over <laughs> oh god oh my god that's a funny history lesson though yeah yeah so um anyway uranus about uranus they they were noticing that it had this weird orbit that no other bodies when you mathematically you know calculated where it should be and where it was wasn't adding up it was very very small um it, but they were like there's something there what is it is it like you know is it dark matter is it like uh some some miscalculation are the you know is general relativity only good in our solar system and not beyond beyond it because that was coming into question at the time in that in that era um you know so lots of things but basically in modern studies it's this whole kuiper belt situation so we'll we'll go back to the kuiper belt because that's interesting but Mm -hmm. but on the subject of how to find this thing um if you were to take a grain of sand, oh yay! And you were to put it up sense. in the sky, sure, just randomly, right? You a put single it, grain of sand that's not even single grain of sand. Some of them aren't even visible to the human eye. Yeah, and you're to just just point it at the sky. Sure. That is where you would land on Planet X if you were to get it correct. So that's how hard it is to find. Imagine, imagine now that that is, is that looking through a telescope or us sitting here on Earth. Sitting here on Earth, just just hold it up to the sky and if if you were to it's like a quasar like yeah it's it's that small yeah so it's it's hard to find for that reason i mean where are you supposed to point a telescope what (laughs) the quasar (laughs) if you haven't listened to our last episode the way tony described a quasar (laughs) with the 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 laser beam and trying to get the floaties in the air and closing your eyes and just swinging around (laughs) i mean it's pretty good it analogy. is pretty good it's just 
Anywho. So anyway, um, it, it would have to be that precise for right. you to, to stick a telescope in the sky and try to find it. Which good fucking luck. Yeah, so it's it's unlikely that we're going to find Planet X if it exists. Um, in our lifetime, at least. Yeah, by, by just scanning the night sky and kind of hoping that you're going to come across it. So um, deep space exploration is next. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, But we do have rough estimates of where it could be based off of the calculations that you can reverse engineer with right. math. Um, so, you know, there people actually do scan the night sky. Caltech is currently doing it. And there's actually a couple of people that um, have dedicated uh, uh, telescope scanning. Um, I, th- I believe it's in Arkansas or some somewhere in the south, in the deep south. Um <laughs> There, uh, that was your southern accent. Yeah, it's just, that's awful. I know. I'm not. I've lived. I'm born and raised in Maine, and never gone any south, any further south. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Oh, don't do that anymore. <laughs> that's enough of that. So not only that, but the portion of where the planet would travel uh, is so densely packed with the Kuiper Belt information. So. It, like where the planet would travel through would be all it would distorted. Be, it would be past the Kuiper Belt, which is like this dense area of dust Shit. and clouds. And so and stars. even if even if we were to like be like, okay, Planet X is right here. We wouldn't right? be able to see it because it's it, blocked. Well, you could, but it would be so dim. It would be so hard. You might actually even have to scan it with like X-ray and infrared. To... Can we even see through the Kuiper Belt? Sure. Oh, okay. With like infrared, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's how the James Webb Telescope is able to mm. do things. Cool. Um, and when you scan it that way, you can also confirm. Like, okay, when you scan it with infrared and you see, like, this giant, you know, planet, you're like, oh, well, there's a planet there. Great. Right. Um, but you'd have to know what you're looking for to find it. So that's the biggest problem. Right. So to give you some information on the Kuiper Belt, um, it's this disk in the outer solar system extending from... Uh, the orbit of Neptune. So if you were to go to Neptune, it's about, I think, 50, 20, 20 to 50 AU, which is astronomical unit. Okay. Um, and an astronomical, one astronomical unit, when we're talking about our solar system, it makes more sense to say AU because a light year is too far and, uh, and you know, kilometers is too small. I had someone break down a light year to me the other day. That was really interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. You, yeah, you can't really fathom it unless you like... No, unless you see the visual mm. in, on TikTok. There's a good <laughs> fucking visual of like... It's like just seconds, not even seconds from Earth to like moon, which takes days of travel. Mm-hmm. And then to the end of our galaxy, our known galaxy, is only minutes of light year. Right. And it, it blows my mind that literally like these black holes and shit are, you know are years away right years not so a light minute not a light year like right. years away pretty wild that's 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 a long fucking way and that's mm-hmm. the speed of light right. that's a fast fuck yeah <laughs> uh, yeah exactly and imagine something happens on the sun right like an event like a i don't know a fucking ufo crosses over it Beep-beep. you wouldn't see that 10 light years away until 10 years later. Right. 10 years. Yeah. Years. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty wild to think about. Right. That we're literally getting information in such a delayed time. Like these things are years ahead of us, behind us, who the f- whatever. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But anyway, going back to an astronomical unit, which I actually haven't defined yet, 
it is the distance between Earth and the sun. So if you were to take that distance and just keep adding, sure. that's one astronomical you know unit. I don't know off the top of my head. You can look it up. I am. It's how far I have a guess. Oh. Uh let's say it's six point eight million kilometers. I don't know. It's nine point two nine six to the seventh power miles. Okay, I'm way off. Let's do astronomical unit in light years. Uh yeah, it's gonna be light minutes or seconds. One point five eight to the fifth power in light years? That might not be right. This is E-5. That's to the fifth power, right? Not crazy. Uh, or is it negative sub? Five. Sub. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's Oops. probably light, like, milliseconds. Let's do to light minutes. But keep going. Sorry. That's all right. Um, so anyway. 8.31 light minutes. Okay. That's one astronomical unit. Eight minutes, really? Eight light minutes to the sun. So if... Minutes! If the sun were to disappear off the face of the planet... Oh, here we fucking go. You wouldn't know until... You know, you wouldn't know until eight minutes eight later. Eight minutes later! That's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> so the sun's not going away, I'm hopefully. I'm going to fall out of my <laughs> uh, The Kuiper Belt. Holy oh, crap. Uh, we went just down the longest rabbit hole. The Kuiper Belt is past Neptune, about 30 astronomers. Astronomical units away um, from it, and um, it's like this mess of asteroids and clouds and things that uh, just circulate uh, in the sun. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there, by the way. Asteroids, for one, um, lots of dense matter. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm just absorbing like a sponge right now. It's okay. Did you know? Did I know? That objects, even in the Kuiper Belt. In space. In yes, motion. But an object uh, can become, you know, potato shaped. It's not really round. But if it's mass. So like an ovally shaped, if we want to do like a potato. Because potatoes can be circular. They can be ovally. Oh, like all sorts of shapes and sizes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's a potato shape? Just a, a, you know, an oblong. Okay, sure. Mass. Sure. Sweet um, potato. Sure. Well, maybe not Miss Sweet Potato. I'm, I'm thinking like Russet. Jesus, Well, because sweet are sweet potatoes like more they are, con conal, are, conical? Is yeah, that a word? they're a root. Yeah, okay. Well, I, but so are Russet potatoes, aren't they? Are potatoes roots? Are all potatoes roots? 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 Are all potatoes roots? <laughs> um, I know sweet potatoes are roots, but... I'm pretty sure they're all are, roots. I think so, because you dig them out of the ground. Are potatoes roots? This is the most what ADD the episode ever. I know. But They're anyway. known as a tuber, which is a type of root. So, I, yes. Anywho. Okay. So, a potato-shaped object. But any object, uh, once it grows in mass enough, that the center, the center of the object can actually have so much gravitational pull that it actually just warps it into a circle. And that's when it's it, equal. Yeah, and that is when it is defined usually as, as a moon or a planet. A planet. Mm-hmm. Or dwarf planet, like if Pluto. you're Pluto. Because Pluto's circular. It's not potato. <laughs> but there are objects... Pluto is not potato. <laughs> yeah, but there are objects larger than Pluto... That are potato. That... Well, they're round, but they're also not classified as planets. <laughs> you're, you're a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Deep space objects are potatoes! <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to look at them. Potato objects. 
we didn't talk about something <laughs> that <laughs> we did not talk about something in the black hole episode <gasps> that i would like to circle back on real okay, quick we, okay yes no add okay. there is a word that is made up for the the potato the action of an object getting sucked into a black hole i thought they didn't suck things in they don't but they so so i learned <laughs> they they gravitationally goes, rip Ooh. yeah and it goes they, and they, shits it out yeah they rip objects right because it goes okay it's called spaghettification and i'm serious i with the food terms in space with the food in the space. <laughs> when you said gravitational, or not gravitational, potatoes. When you said <laughs> potatoes, it reminded me of spaghetti. Spaghettification. Spaghettification. Like, legit. Legitimately, like, if you So when it takes Google, an object in and it shreds it and shits it out and potentially goes down the, the wormhole theory. Yeah, and it's not even, like, a word that exists anywhere else. It's literally for this purpose. It's literally for a black hole destroying objects. Yeah. I'm as gonna, it revolves around. It's, I, I'm going to read the it's exact... It's a vent horizon. Kind of. Yes. <laughs> you, you're learning! <laughs> okay, so spaghettification in astrophysics is the tidal effect caused by strong gravitational fields when falling towards a black hole, for example, an object stretched to the direction of the black hole and compressed perpendicular to it as it falls is called spaghettification sick cool right that's my new word like i told all my patients this past week what a quasar was and that we should all be terrified mm. i think i induce so much anxiety in so many people oh my god i, I said that walk into the room and i was like you want to know what a quasar is i literally <laughs> said in that podcast that is statistically more likely that we will die of the sun like eating us in yeah. you know four billion years or whatever. yeah but i didn't tell anybody that i said do you want to know what a fucking quasar is you're gonna like <laughs> seriously mentally was... damage some people mm -hmm. just by giving them information deep space facts you're like you know the death star yeah we're gonna get hit by that someday <laughs> <laughs> and our planet's just gonna boom no explode. we won't even feel it we're just gonna be a blip gone wouldn't that be the best way to go out though absolutely because it would our brains would not fathom it. If our souls just float off into space, cool. Because our energy is not destroyed. It's just going to float somewhere else and get reused eventually as we float through deep space. Yeah. God did not create us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So anyway, talking about Planet X, um, there are a lot of people out there that don't really pay attention to the science portion of planet the x theology theory they just want to i mean they're planet x enthusiasts right sure like how the moon is a a mega structure oh my god yes but you know this is one that i can actually back <laughs> i don't think the moon's a mega structure it was just another theory no okay keep going well anyway um yeah, Planet X is one of those things that there's a lot of conspiracies behind, and people tend to kind of blow it out of proportion. Right, they don't go behind actual data. Yep, and it doesn't help also that uh, a lot of, like, news outlets hopped on that bandwagon in the early days of Planet X being a potential planet. Like in the 1800s? No. Or are you talking, like, recently, like, 2000s? Like, 2000s, yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's got a lot of skeptical people... Up because when the media takes something and blows it up, you, there's a lot of skepticism around that. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it's actually a pretty well uh, sought after 
theory and an explanation to some of the weirdness that is being studied at, at Caltech uh, currently at, sure. at things in the Kuiper Belt and Uranus's tug and things like that. Tug. Yeah. So there's also a question of what this planet would look like, right? Is it habitable? You is know what it... I think of it? Just a black planet. It's like Planet X. It's like unknown mystery floating through the sky. Yeah, well, it could be. But with its with its orbit, it's likely that this planet is obviously super cold, right? Yeah, because it's way out in deep space. There's no sun. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is... Not, Neptune's not the... What's the cold... Not the cold... Minus Pluto, if we're not even counting. What's the coldest planet we have? Like, the that, farthest. That's a great question. I don't know. You, you don't know the up. order of the planets? No, I don't know the cold... Well, it doesn't... The furthest away it is doesn't mean it's the coldest, necessarily. Mm-hmm. No, because look at Jupiter. Jupiter's raging with firestorms. Like, it's hot. It's Uranus. Uranus, okay. The so coldest cold. planet, which is closer to the sun. Wait, what? The coldest planet in our solar system on record goes to Uranus, which is closer to the sun and only about 20 times further away from the sun than the Earth is. There you go. How cold is Neptune? Which point? Yeah, that's so... Let's... Okay. So anyway, talking about Planet X's potential surface, it would be very cold, but it is actually... Un... It's more likely that it's a gaseous planet than a rocky planet. What? What did I just say? Uranus was the coldest? You did. So I'm going to give people the planet order because okay. I feel like this is important right. and you're absolutely right in my head I literally think the farther away from the sun the colder it is which doesn't make any sense why it's any other way but maybe that's another episode but it goes Mercury Venus Earth Mars Jupiter Saturn Uranus and then Neptune mm-hmm. but Uranus is the coldest yeah and Uranus is the coldest which is the second to farthest away and then Pluto obviously for the Pluto lovers uh-huh mm-hmm so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, obviously the further away you are from the sun, the colder the atmosphere, but... But not necessarily the coldest. Right. I mean, you could be... Well, that that's outside our solar solar, solar system, excuse me. Um, but I was going to say, you could be next to a star and be boiling lava hot if you were a planet. Right. You know. Maybe it has something to do with how many moons there are, too. Does that affect it? No. 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 Okay just a theory i don't know obviously i know shit about shit or don't know shit about shit so okay so keep going um so it's it's more likely that it's a gaseous planet than a rocky planet okay because of it the nature of it and the potentially probably cold and potentially it being extremely cold yeah yep um which is kind of sad because if we were to discover planet x it would just be like any other planet in our solar system except with this really weird orbit right it's just like we have our circles our standard and then we have this one going blue way out and then way back Mm -hmm. but it would be really interesting to know um as it comes closer to the sun in its orbit right because it does in theory have an elliptical orbit around the sun where one side of the ellipse is really close to the sun in comparison to the other um, what if it change climate climate change? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is as right. as you know, if you fast forward <laughs> ten thousand years, let's say it's on its way back and it has a ten thousand year traversal period before it's it, the closest it will ever be to the sun in that orbit, right? Sure. 
then the surface of it could change completely almost because it has a so much time to adapt to the environment right but b because it's just slowly warming up over time right yeah and uh i mean maybe it has moons and maybe those moons are rocky ish you know kind of like our own or give it like a tidal pole yeah and uh, so there's so many questions around planet x that we just don't know because we can't really look at it right and we don't i mean we would not know if it had a moon based off of the tug it just that would be so minute you would never even know right but maybe you have to uh, see it you have to get a visual on it yeah um but there is a lot of study um about trying to pinpoint it because the math is so difficult to do by human um that you can just kind of come up with these rough estimates right so you can generally know in the sky where it might be based off of the tugs however there is a lot of study going on with quantum computing have you heard of that no okay well quantum computing basically it takes quantum mechanics and applies it to a a cpu so Mm -hmm. normally a computer registers things in ones and zeros it's binary sure yeah right so when it tries to do a mathematical uh, solution it only has two um, things to work with units i guess two units yeah sure um either on or off state however mm-hmm. in quantum mechanics there can be multiple states of an electron for instance um there can be you know uh, states of both there could be states of one or off or on and there can also be states of spin and mm-hmm. because quantum mechanics just allows for these types of things mm-hmm. well quantum computing leverages those states of matter and increases the mathematical calculations that it can do by like tenfold so what we could do is actually plug in these sort of uh predictions and these tugs that we are are observing on uh, our universe and pump them into a quantum computer and it could spit out potentially exactly where planet x could be which would be insane which you know that that's again that's more on the side of a uh theory than practical but it is something that could be done um because we have the technology for it so right you know if i would say if there is a planet x truly uh we would discover it in the next 30 years based off of just the research that you've done the 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 research that's already being done Mm -hmm. uh the the fact that we're searching for it um quantum computing um you know, the James Webb Space Telescope even just right, being out there is, which is, is more eyes, you know. A huge asset. Yeah. And and just generally, like, where the public is with learning science. I feel like the, right. we're living in an era where more people who have no college degrees know more about science than 10 years ago, you know? Some of the smartest people I've ever met in my life have zero collegiate education. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Because those are the type of people that are driven. They self-educate themselves. They utilize resources. Mm -hmm. They just, they have passion for what they do versus mommy and daddy forcing you to go get a bachelor's degree because that's what you should do. Right. You shouldn't just go to college because you you can go to college and you think it's four free years of your life. Right. You should go to college because you have a passion to do something with your future. Mm -hmm. Not just to say because bachelor's degrees really don't mean anything anymore no i mean the idea of college was to surround yourself with people who are like-minded to sort of help you get in that mind space of you know 
but that that's talking about before social media you know that construct of and before covid when they put you like online schools how are you interacting like through group chats like yeah that's not necessarily like even online schools it's hard to meet friends yeah definitely and have that social even normal colleges like People are so, they yeah, they study and cool. They go to classes with people. Most of the time they're partying or they're lifting or they're, right, yeah, they're hanging yeah. out with friends. Yeah. But it's less study groups. Yeah. I didn't really like come with close-minded people until I got into med school because it forces you on a single topic, mm-hmm. not in general psych 101 where there's 70 fucking degree types right. all in a classroom. Yeah, there's no. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even want to talk about high school, how I think, how flawed I think high schools are, how flawed, I mean, even undergrad colleges are. We could literally have an entire episode about that. High school is one of the most toxic, awful Mm. things that any kid should ever have to go through. In four years of it? Yeah, it's pretty brutal. It is extremely brutal, and it's unnecessary, at least for four years. Mm. Absolutely. And they're like, oh, well, you expect us to make a life decision by age 18? Actually, you probably should if we can't, if you put your kids accountable and you start them on the right track to where they should be, four years of high school isn't necessary. Right. Why do you need English 1, English 2, English 5? You don't. Yeah. Name six books you read from high school that they required you to, you no. know, read. Yeah. You want me to? Sure. Go for it. Well, first of all, I didn't read any books. I spark noted everything. Can you read... Can you remember any of the books besides Huckleberry Finn? Yeah, there was, uh, let's see. Catcher in the Rye. I never read that. Um, there was uh, Where the Red Fern Grows. There was Lost in a Mountain in Maine, which I think is just a main school like thing. like elementary school, yeah. This was high school for me. Yeah. We did that at elementary school. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. George uh, Orwell's, what is it, 1964? 1984. 1984. Good lord, I'm gonna get smacked for that. <laughs> I think it's oh, that's it. I think Keep you're right. Going. It's 1984. Anyway, um, but I knew the author, so that's a plus. You one. did, yeah. Um, 1984. And then Slaughterhouse Five, a lot of Shakespeare stuff. A lot of stuff that. What did we learn from that? Ooh, what's what's that one with the uh, his like mental retardation and there's like a rat. The the, what? There's like a, he's like a pet rat. Is it the pig one? No, the pig one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, gosh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's such a small part of the book too. I'm so ashamed. It's like the rat part is like a small part of it. Um, it's not Charlotte's Web. No, no, no. It's a book. In either way, what's the point? The whole point is why is it supposed to make us a better rounded person? To read these books that most people, again, they spark notes, they cheat, they don't care. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you put someone in, like, put these kids into, like, trade schools? Put them into hands-on positions and then figure out kind of what their passion is, what they like to do. Yes, they our kids need education, but they also need hands-on education, and high schools severely negate that. In a fucking trip, a travel, whatever, once every three years is not enough. No. So anyways, back to Planet X, like that's my, and I could go on forever about how messed up it is, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that pretty much is everything that I know about Planet X and not because I can't study more about it. It's because that's all we know about Planet X is. It's a little tug. 
It's and a, it's somewhere out in space. Is there any theories on if it's on its way back in orbit or if it's leaving us? That's a great question, and I don't think there's any sort of sign of where it is in its orbit. I have a feeling it's on its way back. You're just saying that. I No, I don't. That's literally like my gut feeling. Everything you've told me. Mm-hmm. Like, how long has the Kuiper Belt shit been going on? As far as we've been able to observe it. Since 1800s, when they first started talking about Planet X? I don't think they had the ability to know what the Kuiper Belt was Or was back it then. down in, back in 2000s? Probably late 90s is when we discovered the Kuiper Belt. And is it changing? Because if it's coming back through the Kuiper Belt, then things would change in the Kuiper Belt as it disturbs it and it comes back closer. Obviously, it's extremely slow. We, yeah, we discovered the Kuiper Belt in 1992, apparently. Um, so there's no way we could compare it relatively. Not really. Because we'd have to compare it back to the 1800s because this is such a large orbit. Right. It'd be literally like, mm, we, it's not even feasible. Right. We just don't have enough data. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. Which is what makes it so such a mystery. But uh, NASA does list it as a potential planet. Does on, it? Yeah. Do on they? their, on their Do they? Do they? Uh, on their website, nasa.gov, if you go down to planets... Planet X is listed there. It's just, it's just it's just as catch at, up, yeah. bros. We gotta so know. Even NASA is on board with Planet X. It does say uh, like the potential planet. See you fools. Planet X. Yeah. I really think I'm in I'm so be. far into it. Like I'm not deep diving into it, but I totally believe it. Yeah. Like There's, I like I said, it would be I, I imagine thirty anywhere in the thirty year mark from now that it would be. That's in our lifetime. If if it exists, we'll see. I hope so, because I really want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Well, then Caltech is on it. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they start coming out with data. I feel like there's just like this, like, eh, this lull in information about there's it. A, there's a lot of math going on. Right. Like a lot of and math. And it's probably continuous, and it's probably all day every day, and I'm sure these people are working super crazy, but we'd love to have some NASA funding on that, please. Right. That would be cool. Can you give us some billions of dollars? Thank y'all. You know, it's actually funny. It's... At Caltech, it's a professor of astrophysics that is doing it when he just has downtime. I love that. I love these underrated people coming in and just killing it. Mm -hmm. Fucking killing it. Wherever you are, professor, you're the man. And I hope you have a whole fucking team behind you. I mean, he's pretty well known online. Well, I hope people are helping. Yeah, so that pretty much concludes this episode, but um, we did want to mention that we have a new Ooh, social media coming along. We're on social media. We are, so give us a follow on Instagram if you like the podcast. Uh, Starman's Podcast. podcast. <laughs> and, uh, and if you have any suggestions for episodes... You can send us a Gmail. Yeah, what's our Gmail? Starman's Podcast. Starman's with an S. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So any suggestions for future episodes, any questions about past episodes? If you send us some nasty shit, I'm going to delete it and I'm going to rake you through the coals. So don't even bother and don't waste my time because you don't want to get that ass whooping. We should have like a wall of shame at the end oh, of every I podcast. Could, actually, just... you know, if you send us some nasty stuff, we'll post you all over the podcast, the Instagram and say, mm, look at this fool. No, don't do that because that's what they want. That's all right. I don't mind a Photoshop you onto like a centaur or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't be mean. Like, literally, don't be a jerk. Yeah. There's no need for you to go out of your way to crap on people who are just enjoying themselves. You don't like it? Move on. That is factual information. So easy. So follow us on Instagram, Starman's Podcast. 
And we are looking at getting on to Spotify at the it's moment. so slow. What is going on? Um, it, they're, Don't know. They're processing our podcast. It, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully, hopefully we'll be on Spotify. We're also looking at Google Podcasts. And if you have any suggestions for other podcast platforms that you listen to, please let us know. Those uh, are the only three that I really know is Apple, Spotify, Apple, Spotify and, and Google. Google. Yeah. The Googs. But if, if, if you have but a if preference. But if you want somewhere yeah. else. It takes yeah. a second. Yep. So uh, throw those suggestions to us, and uh, and we will catch you guys in the next episode in where next we will episode. be talking about Chernobyl. Chernobyl should be, be very exciting. Maybe not. We'll see how long it is, but yay! Can't wait for that. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.